Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Men of Reddit, who have found out their child isn't actually theirs? How did you react and how are things now? When I was in the Navy, I had an on-again, off-again relationship with a girl back home. On my last deployment, my girlfriend told me via email that she was knocked up. I accepted it, emailed my parents, told the military, all that jazz. I ended up getting discharged, so I went back home and took care of my pregnant girlfriend. She had the baby and I thought I was the father for five months while she was on vacation with a girlfriend. While she was gone, I got an email from her boyfriend telling me that they had been together for the last four months and also for the week in Myrtle Beach I was bankrolling. After that, I got the paternity test, found out it wasn't mine, and told her I was done and wanted no contact. Crappy part is, my parents still babysit and treat the kid like their grandkid, so she's at a lot of family functions and such. Also, the guy wasn't even the father. Forget her. I had a fiancé. We were supposed to be getting married. Then, she went on a holiday by herself because she just needed to get away. She came back pregnant to an unemployed heroin user. I had a job and an apartment. She told me, you've never done anything to prove you really loved me. Now's your chance. Accept me and the baby. No thanks. Last I heard of her, she's an unmarried mother of two and forget her. This one's a long one, so be ready for that. Two years of DNA tests that the state continually reported as inconclusive. It led to going someplace out of state. Got it done. Got the test results back. Less than 2% probability of genetic match. Huh. So, I called her up, asked, so, you want to tell me what the real story is? Two weeks before we had our night under the sheets that resulted in the talk nine months later, her father had come home drunk out of his mind and forced himself upon her. I still recall the tone of her voice asking me if I had actually taken the test and that it was real. Well, turns out her mother heard that conversation, notified someone, and dad took a DNA test. So her dad is the dad of her kid. And I felt horrible for her. I can't even joke about this. Her dad was arrested. The kid last I heard was doing well. It forced her to clean up her act. She'd gone in for heavy drug and alcohol use and it drove us apart before the child did. And that was 10 or so years ago. We don't talk. Every once in a while I'll think about the kid, but I don't know. This world ain't a nice place. And with all the crap she'd gone through, I wasn't going to make it worse. So I left it alone. From what little I heard from mutual friends over the years, apparently dad came out of prison three years later a Bible guy. This all took place in Texas, by the way. Supposedly, he was doing his best to support her and whatnot, but there was some kind of falling out and she moved out and in with one of her girlfriends up in Dallas. I can't even fathom it, to be honest. I still consider the man to be scum-sucking trash for putting his daughter through all that, and I can't exactly fault her at all for her literally wanting me to be the father. She was so hoping that it was the case because it reviled her. The sobbing on the phone when the realization hit was shattering. I remember being on the phone for hours, most of it her crying. I recall my mom after the fact, telling me I should have sued her. In my mind, it was done. I had two years of my life interspersed with phone calls, genetic testing visits, even bounty hunters showing up at my door in place of work serving me with notices from her family to show up or else. She had to raise this kid with her crappy father the whole time being ignorant. All that time? It's awful. A lot of you asked why I left her, why she didn't get an abortion, etc. First of all, when she had originally called me and we had the talk nine months later, I asked her what she wanted to do. Originally, she wanted to abort it. 
This was back in 2003-2004, so access to clinics was readily available. I asked if that's what she really wanted. She insisted, and I had sent her a money order to help pay for it. She never got the abortion. I originally got a story. She went in, took the pill they gave her, and it made her so sick she left. I was 22-23 to and didn't really know anything about how they do abortions. What we learned in high school involved either the scrape or the vacuum cleaner methods, so I took her word for it. Sometime later, she went to the courts, at her family's insistence, and wanted me to provide child support, and that's when I had the choice to either pay for it or get the testing. Talking it out with my parents, because like if I knew what I was doing, I decided on getting the test done. If I was going to pay for it, best to make sure I was the one who should have been responsible. At this point in our relationship, it had been about a year since that night we got down and dirty, and broke up about three to four months after that night. I had moved back home with my parents. The job I had in Houston went out of business, I was out of money and had no other options. We broke up due to her frequent alcohol and drug usage. I never understood the need for anyone to get completely wasted on alcohol. One to two drinks? Fine. Smoke some dope? That's fine. Cocaine? What the heck? No. So I ended it. And this was all before I'd even learned she was pregnant. The first test, for whatever reason, took dang near six months before anyone heard anything. The results came back inconclusive. I never got any more information than that, so either something happened at the lab or I don't know. I wound up getting referred to a place about an hour away from my parents and went there to get it all done. So by the time two years since that night of conception rolled around, we finally had the results in. I remember opening the envelope and looking the sheet over. A lot of it I didn't understand. I did see less than 2% chance of genetic match. I called the number at the top of the form and spoke to a woman, provided the info, and she took me through it. There was absolutely no way I could be the father. Now, I'll admit, I was elated at first. I thanked the woman, hung up, and looked at my cell. I had to call her and reality set in. I called her. After all the crying and admissions, I asked what really happened the day she claimed she went in for the abortion. On her way to the clinic, she said something inside her clicked, and she wanted to keep it. The roughly $600 I had sent, she used it for clothes and stuff for the baby. I asked why she couldn't have just been honest from the start, and the results of the test were why. Some of you asked why I didn't become the child's father, because I wasn't ready for it at that point in my life. 23 years old, no job, no prospects, thousands of miles gone, and I never got along with her family. It wouldn't have been good for either of us. In the end, we agreed not to be angry with one another. She was mad at her father, though. I don't know if that ever went away, though I highly doubt it did. Also, I wasn't ripping on Texas. I actually really like Texas. The people are friendly. I simply wanted to provide some geolocation to what happened is all. I spent two years living in Houston working for a local IT firm. Met a lot of great people, had some amazing barbecue, seriously, it's like you can't go two blocks without hitting a barbecue joint that doesn't rock, and met some folks who were religious but not Bible-thumping nuts. As far as sex criminals go, only ever met the one, and you're reading about it. So that's it. Let's go with something a little bit lighter this time around, shall we? I have a mixed-race child. Originally was told it was mine until she actually gave birth. Since she was mixed, she came out pretty light-skinned. Very light-skinned, actually. But as she got older, her skin got darker and darker let the mother stick around for about a year to two years. She wasn't from where we were living and didn't have anywhere else to go. Didn't want to kick baby out into the streets. Finally, I had enough of her and kicked her out, but I ended up getting attached to the little girl. Fast forward two years and I'm single, lonely, depressed, and missing the little girl. I've had no contact with them. Through the grapevine, I hear my little girl's real dad has nothing to do with her. No contact, no father. From the story I get, the real dad was married and refused her. I set up a meeting with my little girl after two years to get a feeling on the situation, and it was like those two years never happened. She ran up to me like she just saw me yesterday. I talked to the mother and I said that I'll take care of her. We never went to court. No child support has ever been filed. We don't fight about anything. 
I tell her if she needs anything as far as money or clothes, whatever, I'll take care of it. She's now 10, I'm married, my wife accepts her with open arms and loves her like I do. She's an awesome kid, great student, no troubles. I have to teach her a bit of humility because all she's concerned about is being beautiful, but if that's my biggest worry with her, I think that's okay. I wouldn't change anything at all. I will tell you one thing. I live in the South and you would think that a married white couple with two normal white kids and an older mixed girl, one would think you get more looks from white folks. Surprisingly, it's the black folks that give us more WTF looks than anything. But like I said, I wouldn't trade her for anything. I love that silly girl. So I'm on the other side of the fence. Basically, I'm dating this girl for about three years. Rocky relationship and all that jazz. I break up with her and move back to my hometown for a period. While back, she asked if she can come visit. First mistake, but believe me, intimacy was really golden between us. Anyway, two months after the visit, she's pregnant. Not the best news in the world, but I'm from a family of certain values on these matters, so I own up. After spending a week with her and discussing what to do, I go back home and start to prepare stuff. Three days later, she calls and claims a miscarriage, and we sort of end it and it dies out in the next few weeks. Fast forward seven months, and I've moved back to the same city, capital of Norway, Oslo, and continue my career. Suddenly, I see a Facebook post about this girl getting a child, nine months and two days after her visit. It turns out she had been dating another dude for the whole three years we had been dating. They even lived together for two of the years. She kind of just decided that she felt better with him as the dad. So basically, she convinced him he was the dad. So he announced to the whole world and was just about to go on fatherly leave when I found out. I quietly asked her for a paternity test, and to no surprise, it stated with 99.99% certainty that I'm the father. Crap's unraveling, he's not happy, obviously, and has to tell the world that, nope, just kidding, I'm not a dad. Anyway, four years later, it's all good, and we have 50% shared custody, but dang, it was a few funky months in the start. After some questions and stuff, yes, I did spend time at her apartment. She had me over every time the other guy was away and such. She also fake moved into my apartment for six months. Not a man, never been in this situation, but I am the child of one of these situations, so I thought I'd chime in. TLDR, Mom stayed with her husband at first, and he is legally my father, but my dad decided he wanted to stay in the picture, so my mom eventually married him, and I have two dads. My mom got married when she was 17 and had three sons with her first husband. I'm going to call him Ben. They were together for a long time, I think about 18 years total. Somewhere along the way, she realized she was caught in a loveless marriage, but couldn't really do anything about it. My dad, who I'll call Dave, moved in across the street, and the two of them started spending time together, and she started an affair with him. They weren't careful enough, and next thing you know, my mom is pregnant with me. She knew from the get-go I wasn't Ben's, and he kind of had an idea too because they weren't intimate that often and the math didn't work out, but I think he went along with it just because he didn't want to think about what she was doing behind his back. My dad initially didn't want to have anything to do with me, so when I was born, they put down her husband's name on my birth certificate as the father and called it a day. Paternity tests were done though, and my mom confirmed what she already knew. Sorry, around here my details get a little fuzzy because my mom still hasn't given me a full and complete story. Dave still definitely didn't want to stick with my mom and I, and it was just agreed that Ben would raise me as his, and they would forget it happened. He was and is a great guy, and an awesome dad. Now the way I've heard it is Dave, despite his convictions, couldn't stay away because he loved my mom so much, and once he laid eyes on me, he was head over heels. Some of my earliest memories are going to visit him in his apartment. At some point between the time I was two and the time I was three, my mom and Ben divorced. I don't remember it and was kept largely out of it, but I understand it was very messy. Because I was legally Ben's daughter, I got the same visitations as my other brothers who were still under 18. My mom and Dave married when I was four, and Dave was never happy about these visits, but I was because I loved Ben so much. Ben was always daddy, Dave was dad. It was understood, and I never confused the two or made reference to one being my parent in front of the other. Even as a four and five-year-old, I knew the sensitive nature of the situation. 
It was never confusing either, because they really are two very different people who I think provided me with a great balance of paternal figures in my life. Like I said, Ben was always daddy, sweet, endearing, with the heart of gold who just wanted his little girl to be happy and would spoil her rotten to see her smile and make stupid jokes to get a giggle out of her. Dave was dad, still kind and loved me to death, but more of the disciplinarian who I knew not to mess with. My mom's not married to either of them now, another long-winded story entirely, but I consider both of them to be my father, and I consider both of them to have done the best job they could have, and I think I turned out alright. My boyfriend's daughter is not his. He broke his hand on a door when he found out, but he never once denied her. He is on her birth certificate, has his last name, the whole nine yards. She is his baby girl, and he is her daddy. End of story. His ex-wife still likes to hold it above his head, though. If you don't do XYZ, I'm getting a DNA test on baby, and you'll never see her again. Burns me up. Throwaway account for reasons. I was 16 and in high school when I was dating this girl who was my first love. We will call her Kay. Kay and I were intimate roughly three months before homecoming. We had only been dating for a few weeks prior to that. Being a hormonal teenager was a nice mix with a girl that was willing to put out. Things go by as they usually do. We still see each other and screw like rabbits. However, Kay was also hanging out with this other guy named Derek every time she wasn't around me. My best friend Matt starts telling me that he's seeing them hold hands and making up at the art room, etc. Sure as heck, I catch them in the middle of a hot and heavy session, but being the dumb kid that I was, I forgave her. A few days later, she tells me she hasn't had her period in the last two months. Eventually, we try to keep things on the down low until the day of homecoming, and by the time we're taking pictures, with my whole family around, of course, she announces that she's pregnant. So begins a spiral of madness for the next seven months. After one last night of fun at our homecoming dance, we start discussing what we need to do in order to prepare for the baby. I start applying for jobs pretty much taking in the fact that my life is in order. No more fun for me now. We make preparations to get an apartment to provide for the kid. My folks are angry at me, not talking to me until they had to. The rumors around the school are crazy. What makes it worse is that most of them were accusing me of forcing myself onto Kay. Even my friends believed it. The rumor went out that I had forced myself on her with no protection and had my way with her. It got so out of hand that counselors would call me in daily to make sure that I was of sound mind. Being accused for being a sex criminal was insane for being 16, and I wouldn't ever wish that on anyone. It all blew up when I caught Kay sexting my best friend, Matt. That's when I started thinking that something was up. I know, I was a freaking idiot. About two weeks after, she breaks up with me and starts dating Matt. She starts calling me and texting me, calling me a sex criminal and a piece of crap lowlife. Even though she said these things, she still loved me and wanted to support our kid. I really start having a mental breakdown, knowing that I can't trust anyone. Heck, even thought about eating a bullet just to end it all. I had no one. My folks moved to a different school to hope that I could start fresh, but despite this, the torment goes on until her delivery date. My whole family is there, and the hospital and my stomach is in knots. I can't breathe. This was the night that my adult life would begin. Hours pass, and she finally goes through her contractions, and the baby is born. The baby comes out to be black. I wish I was joking, and I know how insane this all sounds. The worst part is that my best friend Matt was black. The sheer horror on Kay's face is something that I will never forget and something that I will never forgive. Immediately, I go for a DNA test, and a few weeks later, it comes back that it's not mine. My friend Matt was screwing my girlfriend behind my back the entire time. My whole high school and teenage years were ruined because these people couldn't tell the truth. Back in college, I was seeing a girl for a while. Kinda serious, more so for her than me apparently. She winds up pregnant. I was young, didn't really know what to do, but knew if it was mine, I would do the right thing and be the father. Major caveat, I have a physical condition that makes it highly unlikely that I can actually get anyone knocked up, and she knew this. Long story and possible identifying info, so I'm leaving the details out. Anyway, she swears up and down through the whole pregnancy that it could only be mine, so I went along with it. I was out of town the weekend the kiddo was born. 
She apparently tried to reach me, but this was long before cell phones, and I had gone home to a different city with a college friend to party, and in all likelihood avoided home during that time frame, since I was reasonably sure it wasn't mine. Kiddo was born, I went to see them a few times over the next few weeks, and then shortly after that, they get called by my folks that she had stopped by their house and introduced it to them as their new grandson. They were ecstatic and happy for me, and all the fun stuff they anticipated about being new grandparents. I had to basically put the brakes on real hard at that point and tell them I was pretty sure that it was not my kid. I pretty much knew after I saw it. One look at it, and there was just no connection at all. It was a baby, but I saw nothing there that I recognized as mine in any way, shape, or form. Due to the fact that she was already on the dole, the state mandated a paternity test. I figured I just might as well get it over with and showed up for the appointment when they told me to. Once the results came back, there was a less than 1% chance it was mine. I turned around, never looked back. Only saw her twice since then, and it's been 20 plus years now, but both times she was almost in tears trying to apologize for doing that to me back then. I heard through the grapevine who ended up being the actual father, and he already had a few bastards running around, so he was no help to them at all. Not only that, but his poor health and drug issues put him in an early grave, so that poor kid had no father figure growing up. Thankfully, I kept a level head through the whole ordeal, and even got a letter of accommodation from the county prosecutor's office saying that they wished even half the potential fathers were half as cooperative as I had been. TLDR, if you're going to try and pin a kid on someone, make sure it's theirs if there's going to be a mandatory DNA test. Didn't make it that far, but had a little fling with a girl who I was honest and up in front with. It was a fling, and it wasn't going to be serious. She agreed to it. So one time we were getting it on. Protection broke. I told her and she didn't seem to worry. Mind you, this was way before climax when I noticed. Also, I made sure there was no pre-emission. I had that when I put the new one on. Made sure that everything was good afterwards. Fast forward a couple weeks and she messages me saying she's prego. I admit my heart jumped a little, but I called her calm as a British bloke drinking tea. She was so surprised that she asked why I wasn't freaking out and getting angry or panicking. Truth is, I knew that the likelihood of her being pregnant was very slim, and either way, I would man up no matter what. I asked her all the details. Was I the only one? Have you been drinking since the last time? And all that good stuff. I told her I wasn't ready for that, but the ultimate decision was hers to make. She started saying how she would never do such a thing, and I still stayed calm, told her we would talk in the morning. I was just meeting up with my boys to go party. She was shocked even more that I was still so calm and started asking where I was going because she was going out with her friends too. I didn't tell her. After that, I knew for sure she was trying to push my buttons. So the next day I spoke to her, she tells me she has to think about it. I said, take your time. Eventually, a few days later, she said she's not going to keep it and that she booked an appointment with her doctor who was in another city and over an hour away. She doesn't drive and so I offered to give her a ride. She declined and said a friend would give her one. She said all she could to convince me that I don't need to go with her, so I backed off. I know where she worked and she worked all day the day she was supposed to go, but she messaged me saying that she went and then she couldn't walk properly after. I played along and never spoke to her again. Mad props to this guy for having an iron will. I was dating a girl for three years who I had trusted. I was 18 at the time. She got pregnant. I was relatively safe, but everybody has slip-ups. I took my lumps and agreed to fatherhood and did the best I could. During the entirety of the pregnancy, she was pretty absent. She wouldn't talk to me much, sometimes for months at a time. I thought this was odd. It frustrated me beyond belief. Anyway, so later on a friend of hers started to work with me. He started to hook up with one of my coworkers. She told me he knew my GF and I was thinking, oh cool, interesting. Then she told me he banged my GF within the last year. I was mad. I called her up and talked with her. Apparently they did screw when we were on some break. This was entirely made up. The timing didn't match up with the pregnancy though. So I continued on my way to fatherhood with this soon to be mother that was all over the place. Eventually she gave birth to a little girl. I wasn't there at the birth because I wasn't told it was happening. 
A couple of months down the road of trying to contact her, she let me see my girl. It was great. We started talking again and acting like parents. Well, just to make sure that this new baby girl was mine, I went ahead and had a paternity test. She was a 1% match, and therefore was not my daughter. I was appalled. I went to her place and asked her what this was about. She swore up and down it had to be mine. DNA is DNA. She wasn't my little girl after all. I left her, on her knees crying for me to come back to her apartment. I got a text later that day. She told me she remembered. She got blackout drunk and screwed this guy at a party. She claimed he basically forced himself upon her. I don't believe this at all. So I went through nine months of a pregnancy and three months of actual fatherhood before I found out. Now I don't talk to her at all. I hear rumors occasionally about her, but I am so glad she is no longer in my life. TLDR, screw that woman.